Uh, hawkfanatic.com. So you're one of the elite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? Uh, hawkfanatic.com brought to you by Patrick Eads and everyone at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock at E-Keys for cars. GT Car, his great crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling. Uh, and I'm going to call him because I got windows. All those windows should open. You know, and they don't. And I don't know why. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to call a GT and talk to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Big Dog Satellite, Internet and Solar. Don't call an 800 number. Call Kevin and his crew at Big Dog and Premier Dish Authorized Retailer, 338-6600. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty, hit a deer, call Premier. And the Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas. From hawkfanatic.com, here's Pat Hardy. Morning, Pat. Good morning. Are you awake? Barely. Not a good night's sleep last night. Did you, uh, did you have power? No. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, welcome to... So you and Steve, so you, both of you guys could fall asleep in the segment here. <laughs> it's just last night was so hot and it's going to be unbearable today, but you know, I keep reminding myself there's people way worse off. So, but No, I mean, there really are. But this is starting to get frustrating. No, they said we'll have it, it by... It is frustrating. Uh, we'll have it today. I'm sure we'll have I it. I kept saying that we'll have it last night, but yep. it just yeah. never came. It's very frustrating, inconvenient. Well, especially when the people across the street from you have had it the whole time. That's just I know, it's so weird. Amazing. I don't know how they wired this town. And Tyler has it, <laughs> and he lives on Rochester, and Rochester got rocked. Rochester got rocked, but yeah, 5.20 yesterday morning yeah, is when, when we got ours back. That's when his went on, and that's when he said so. Yep. And yet, so that's what I kept feeling optimistic about. I'm like, okay, it's going to come on today. It's going to come on today, and it just never did. But last night was just hard. It was so hot. I'm going to sleep in the basement tonight, I think, if I... It was just like a sauna in my house. Hello. <laughs> hey, Scooter. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you invite the people over to sleep at your house. Do you have to not have power, or is that for anyone? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much uh, the, the power impaired. <laughs> okay. But uh, nice try. <laughs> So he's letting us know that he has power. Evidently. Evidently. Or he could have lied and then, you know, he'd be... He could have lied. <laughs> cuddling up next to your wife in an air vent. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. That, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <No>. uh. <laughs> Cuddle up to Wopsy. That's a possibility. Wopsy would do that. But no, you can't complain. I, I will say it is weird, though. I still have not seen a mid-American truck in anywhere near my They're neighborhood. They're all over our neighborhood. I haven't seen one and near I, my neighborhood. Other yeah, than on way down on Friendship by First Avenue, I saw one. But I've, other than that, I have not seen one. So where is the damage around your house? Can you, I mean, Well, you I mean, tell? the house across the street and two down got their tree just completely uprooted, and it's already been removed. House two, a little bit down on the first, there's a little cul-de-sac a little bit down. It got its huge tree in the front yard completely uprooted, and it's, it's gone. But like me and most of my neighbors right by me, my neighbor across the street had a lot of tree damage, but nothing that caused any damage to his home or anything. None of us lost any roof. I mean, I was talking to Mike Halas yesterday, and, I, and he was thinking of going to either Iowa City, Waterloo, or Dubuque somewhere to go do laundry and shower because he thinks it's going to be another week before they have power. And... 
And Cedar Rapids, I mean, it sounds like tons of roof and shingle damage. And I mm-hmm. didn't have any shingle damage. I didn't have any of that. No. Nope, didn't have any tree damage beyond just broken branches. Well, Jim Walker, uh, he's got trees on both sides yeah. of his house that fell like, makes like a teepee. And then uh, uh, Dave just sent me, Sully just sent me pictures of his home there. And, I mean, it's just well, Ryan Merkin's, ridiculous. Ryan Merkin's mom, I believe, lives on a, like an acreage or a farm somewhere between Iowa City. And it sounds like she lost like five or six trees. And we heard what Tarn say yesterday. So. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm whining a little bit. But I keep reminding myself that others are worse off. But, man, if we, we got to get it back today. It's just so weird that. Like, some of my neighbors across the street didn't lose it at all. Others mm-hmm. lost it for one night. But some of mine, one down, across the street and two doors down toward the west, toward Friendship, they never lost power. Mm-hmm. They never lost power. Now I'm on four days without it, and once we get to 1220, we'll be starting on the fifth day of going out. With I will say, ours went out absolutely immediately. So did mine. Yeah, it was good. Ours went out immediately, and then it came back. And it was like 3.30, and the power comes back, and I go, all right. And I go take a nap. And then, you know, and I don't know what woke me up, but like at 420, it all went out again. Yeah. And that was it. Well, and when I say that I haven't seen many mid-American trucks, part of that, as I'm emphasizing, is how busy they are other places. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's for what, sure. I get it. That's what this is. And so hopefully today, because, uh, man, I threw away. Jen's kind of like uh, Lily waiting for the mailman. She goes, she texts me this morning at 510. I just saw a mid-American car go by, you know? Yeah. Can you imagine what the dump's going to be like, the amount of garbage oh. that was thrown out this week? Yeah, we're, our refrigerator we lost and freezer, yeah, we lost a lot. So what we did you do, just take it out to the end of the curb? Uh, put it in the trash. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I triple bag yeah. mine and put it yeah. in odorless bags. I mean, I had chicken and pork chops. That's uh, too. I can only imagine what that those those garbage trucks are going to smell like. Yeah, today. they're going to be. Ugh. It's going to be bad. It's going to be ninety degrees. It's just going to be. Ugh. I mean, we kept some things, you know, like salsa isn't going to go bad. I threw it all. My refrigerator is empty, other than a thing of baking soda. I think we kept one thing that Jan said had it was tomatoes, something or other that wouldn't go bad and. I threw away ketchup, then, taco but, sauce. It, but other than that, everything is. I mean, Italian, Italian dressing, non-creamy base isn't going to go bad. I threw it and away. We threw away our eggs. I didn't have any eggs. No, we I, threw away. I mean, there's one jar in the in the whole refrigerator freezer. That's it. We threw everything away. Yeah, I was just told to empty it and then put a thing of baking soda in there, which I've done, and so and then I've got a cooler with whatever. The essentials, orange juice and beer and Gatorade and pop and water. That's what I have in a cooler in the refrigerator. And I'm out of candles, so if we, go, I'll have to, if we don't have power by like 6 o'clock tonight, I'll have to go to the store to buy more candles just so I can get through the night. Yep. I got a lantern. <clears throat> I got a huge lantern. That thing is great. Well, I do have a couple of those. That what do you do get... with them? I mean, how, what do you... Mine are battery So you pack. can read by the... Yeah, you can read. So you can walk and go to the bathroom yeah. and just move around. Well, and I got it by the, s- the stairs, and I mean, it's got these different positions, oh, so and it's LED. so you can get up and down safely. Yeah, well, yeah. really, it's more... F- the dog, I think, tripped the other night. And, I mean, she didn't hurt herself or anything, but she evidently tripped and hit the, the little register on the floor because it, uh, it was popped open, and so... 
that's I said we're getting a lantern and I mean everybody in line uh, at Ace was getting a lantern <laughs> mm-hmm. and that damn thing puts out a lot of light it really does if you yeah uh, if you wanted to boy I would have been a crummy pioneer guys be honest with you yeah maybe instead of killing the Native Americans uh, you know and uh, and uh, squandering the land maybe they should have been inventing like air conditioning and stuff back then they didn't have electricity. Well, maybe they should have worried about that too. Thomas Edison is underrated. That, that's my for sure. Yeah. That's my opinion after these five days. Yeah. Somebody would have invented it at some point, but you know he did it. So, but who is it that invented air conditioning? Was it Carrier? A guy named Carrier invented was. air conditioning. Yeah. I think so. I think so. And good for him. Nice work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now make it run without electricity. Yeah, that'll be the. Ne- is that the next frontier to be able to do all what we do now, but not have to do it with electricity? Well, solar power. Well. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. Solar power is a start, but solar power think, and batteries, then you would. You think it, it, you think that'll ever rival electricity? Well, I mean, it's still electricity. It's. Just, I know, but it's just. But do you think it'll ever rival yeah, real I, electricity? Yeah, I do. Yeah. See, I would like to think it will, but we're still, as we can see from this, we're still a well, long... I ain't going to rival it in my lifetime. We're still a long, long, long... I, it's amazing how much we depend on electricity. Hello? Bear with me. I don't know much about solar power at all. Um, so does it take, the you know, solar, and it harnesses that? And yes. uses yeah. it. Okay. So, and it stores for example, it. it. Yeah, it stores it. So... Uh, a week's worth or whatever. I guess I just kind of depends, but people with that would have been fine during this. I believe so. Yes, yeah. assuming uh, that they, they have, you know, yeah, it gets stored in batteries, and then when it's sunny, it it, it yeah. run it runs itself without using the batteries, and then when it's not, then it it goes to the store stored energy. Sure, and then uh, Captain. Yeah. Uh, either. Sleep with uh, clothes on or get some blinds. Thanks. No, I'm not going to do either. <laughs> I'm not sleeping with clothes on or getting blinds. Well. So they have, I've given uh, Mid-America an, an incentive to take care of my block first. You think anyone from Mid-American is listening? Uh, uh, yeah. Probably know, not. No, I know one guy who was. Well, I don't know that they're listening. Maybe he'll working, call. But he they're was, working. Yeah. He was a deli mart. Maybe he'll call in. And, and he, I'd like someone to call in and explain how this stuff works with the grids and why somebody across the street never loses power in something like this. And then you lose it for, you know, almost, go, well, like today's going on five days. I mean, 1220 today will be officially four, hour, four days for me, and then now you're working into the fifth day. Because mm-hmm. mine went out around 1226 on Monday. 1226 p.m., I think is when. And it was so weird because we had a chance like a 40% chance of showers, maybe some thunder. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it just is weird. Hello. It's just like the breakers at your electric box. Every breaker goes to somewhere in your house. And compared to a breaker being a telephone pole, well, that pulls down. And I mean, one room can have electricity with a bad break. You're a good breaker, and the next room, maybe not. It's okay, just, uh, but it all forgetting. comes. Okay. But it all comes to the same house. And no, this, I'm th- saying if you compare his house as a grid, that that if the break the breaker, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I room. see what I see yeah, yeah. what you're saying. I'm just trying to figure out how they, why they would wire something so that 
our block around it doesn't have anything. It's like a little square, and everything around that square uh, has it. And uh, yeah, it's, why would it's, they wire it like that? Well, That's like if they took a breaker. Water. Your your scenario: they took a breaker box, and then they ran one of the wires to another breaker box. Well, that can only serve so much. I mean, I'm sure yeah. each grid only serves so it, much. It, it, and sometimes it's how uh, how uh, a town is developed. One section will grow, and then the other one. It just it just spaghetti wires. It's I got electricity. <laughs> I went to bed, I went to bed I went I went to bed at seven thirty and woke up at seven. Well, oh God, that was so nice. <laughs> well, thank you. That makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> that was better than sex. But <laughs> well, <laughs> we're happy. For, we are happy yeah, for we you. We are. Yeah, we're not. We're not begrudging you. The <laughs> no, it's no fun. No, no. We'll have to see if Kirk lost power out at his house. We'll ask him. Yeah, he's going to be calling in around 9.30, so we'll take a little break right before, or do we just go straight through? Hmm? I don't care. I don't care either. Whatever we can do so he doesn't have to, like, wait through three minutes. Wait of, through three minutes fake of fruit pie and fake No, I, I had people reach out to me and ask if they could call in for questions, and I said no. We're no, not taking we're questions. Not, yeah, we're not doing that. I mean, I wouldn't do that without... Kirk's permission and yeah. without asking Steve Rowan I didn't ask him that and that's no. just, well and I, I would give you a suggestion that that's not a good idea no and I don't think it's a good <laughs> idea either and I mean if I know there would be some legitimate questions yeah. I get it I mean, there the, would be, yes but, but you can't take the chance no you can't <laughs> hello hi uh, I've been walking a lot on the east I live in the east side so I walk so the east I. Side a lot different and I've seen uh, uh, mid-america out all week I have not seen one uh, media comm truck out yet this week. I've hardly so seen we it. Have, we got our power back in 24 hours, but we don't have internet or TV. That's well, no big deal. Okay, but. but you understand that they can't do anything until Mid America puts the wires and the poles back together. I mean, okay, because so like Tommy, Tommy does have uh, media comm. It is working, okay. in, in, yeah, but they can't do any. The poles are down. Yeah, the wires are down. And so, like I said, I'm not yeah. criticizing Mid-America. I'm just saying I haven't seen hardly any, and I walk all over. I walk from my house near on Arbor Drive all the way to Summit Street. That's the walk I take, and I did see a bunch of Mid. I did see a bunch of Mid American trucks on Summit Street yesterday. I mean, they were fixing all that stuff. I just the, had, oh, the Summit whole, Street was they got just rocked. A yeah. hotel. Zone. See, and that's where I thought that we were getting power from, maybe, and it was obviously not because they got that uh, up and going again. But uh, the hotels, the motels around here are packed. They're full. Well, with, I'm sure. With uh, people yeah. from uh, from Mid-America and uh, Alliant. Uh, and, and Cedar Rapids. So yeah. actually, so it's been a boon for yes. the hotels. Yeah. So this well, is a good gas thing. stations. I mean, the gas station near yeah. me was well, out of gas because everyone from Cedar Rapids was coming down to load up on gas. Yeah, and Sugar Ray so said... Internet provider now. I'm on. I know Scrap had it for a while. Are they burying their cables so they can? No, this? no. It's it's up on the it's up on the lines too. No. So we're gonna do what like they've done for hundred years. Put everything up a pole. Yeah. Yeah. People in Europe think we're out of our minds. 
having power oh, above yeah. ground. Above ground, it is. They it don't. does make you wonder. Yeah, they don't. They don't. And we we drove through uh, when I was in Germany. You look around. There's no. There's no wires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's all no, underground. Why. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but the new neighborhoods they put everything underground, don't they? New developments around town. Some of them. I've known Not all of them. Some of them do. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank okay, you. Okay. Thanks. thanks. Some of them do, but not all of them do. So, yeah, we're going to have Kirk on at 9.30. I, hopefully, Tommy, you have kind of an idea what she, I, you know, I've got a couple of questions I want to ask. Obviously, I, I do, ask him. and... But I appreciate him coming on, too. I usually, mean, you know, the, the interviews take their own do. course. They do. I mean, but I do appreciate him coming on right now. These, I mean, these are, these are tough circumstances, and I, it's just weird that we're having Kirk on. What is today? August, what, 14th, 15th? Uh, 14th. August 14th, we're having Kirk on the radio, and we're not even going to really talk about an upcoming game. I mean, isn't that just strange? Hello. It's just me, and this is sports-related. I'm a little concerned about the City High cross-country kids that are running up Court Street, and some of them look like they're about to pass out, and none of them have water. Uh, What's wrong with this picture? I'm not... Well, that's cross. That. That's the sport. They don't run with water usually. Yeah, and they and they run till they're exhausted, and that's why I didn't do cross country because it looked really hard. Well, I'll tell you, this one kid. Um, I was just getting ready to turn on Summit, and I I really did. I thought he was <laughs> I thought he was going to fall on the ground. I like, oh my gosh, I don't have water with me. So anyway, yeah. Well, I'm I'm sitting here trying to get down uh, our street. It should be interesting. And I did see a Mid America truck just off of Summit, up by the Deluxe. They're working on putting a new pole in. So, uh, well, maybe that's ours. Maybe that impacts us. Who knows? Yeah. Thanks. You know, Deluxe is is damn good. We get some. Uh, That's I think Phil Hattie's daughter. Jan- that. We get some baguettes from there that are just I out walk freaking standing. I walk by Jan there every day. And, uh, and Lily walk by there. Yeah, they were that area was hit really hard, and I have seen Mid American trucks up there the last two days, and um, so maybe that's maybe. And they've it. been on Muscatine. Hello. That was hit real hard. Hey, hey. Uh, my son started cross country practice this Monday. Yeah. Puked twice the first day. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a rite of passage. You remember two a day football practices? <laughs> Very well. Sit on your butt all summer long. Nothing August. worse than putting on those sweaty pads for the second yeah. afternoon practice. Hated it. Yeah. Hated oh, two a days. I, I threw up numerous times in those two a day practices when you first started. I remember asking my dad, "Why do I hate yeah. two a days so much?" I've got off the air here and thought about what I did and threw up. So. <laughs> I remember asking my dad why I hated two a days so bad, and he said it was because I was a puss. I remember my dad telling me that. Because you, you know? sat on your butt all summer and didn't condition. Yeah, I mean, they, no, it's tough. Now you can't do two days in high school anymore. No. They've outlawed them. Oh. You, they've, they've well, that's funny. They, um, restricted they go for them. two hours in the morning starting at 7, and then they have a follow-up run like at 5.30 to 6.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, my house on Arbor Drive is I see the hit City High Cross Country kids run by there all the time. It's on their route. It's always a sign that school's getting ready to start again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You start seeing the cross-country kids. Well, tell them to hang in there. 
no, it's it's fun. It's good for him. No, I agree. No, you're right. I think everybody ought to throw up at least once or twice. <laughs> oh, I've I've done that, but well, not from, I have too. Not from overrunning. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Suter is scotch, right? <laughs> never. Actually, I have never gotten sick on scotch. Do you ever mix scotch with wine? You mean together? Yeah, you should no. try that. Some, try that oh. tonight. Since you have power back. Do a half a glass of wine and top it off with a half a glass. How do you think that would taste? You mean mix together? together. Oh, no. Mix it together. Oh, God, no. What do you think would happen? Uh, Tastes like crap. uh, Yeah. But just that's not the point. It's not how you get to the destiny you want. It's just getting there. And you'd get there fast if you mix the two. You'd get there fast if you... Be passing on that. If you speedballed. That's true. That's true. But um, did you guys see Jeff Brahms? I did. I read through it, and yeah, there's a lot to like. I mean, it's very detailed, it's very concise, and what have you, and it's very similar to other ones. I, I, I The one that I like, it, like what our caller said the other day, and if I could ever get a computer back and start writing, I like the idea of playing the six teams in your conference, uh-huh. then the winner of each conference plays, and then the winner of that plays whatever the Pac-12 comes up with in the spring. That would be eight games. I think that's the best setup. I think eight I, games, I, th- I would be happy with that. I think eight games is more practical than 10 or 11. And we can ask Kirk that, too, yeah, and no, see what he favors. No, so. I want to ask him that, and I want to ask him. The other thing that I've been hearing a lot about, and I know coaches are concerned about, is, okay, let's say you do play spring ball, and let's say, we've talked about this before, let's say two or three of Iowa's best players just knock it out of the park these first two or three games in late February, early March. What's to stop them from just declaring for the draft? Oh, wow. If someone says, look what you've done in just these three games, you're, you've, you've pretty much like someone like an Alaric Jackson, who's probably a, a, no worse than a third-round pick right now. Let's say he comes out and is just dominant in these first three games, this, assuming he plays. Mm-hmm. And what's to stop him from just saying, I'm done, I want to go declare for the draft right now and just drop out of school? I mean, this is all uncharted territory. I'm curious to see what Kirk thinks about that. Well, why, if, why can't they have a draft and have their season going on at the same time? Well, because if he becomes – property of an NFL team he's not going to go play for a college team and get hurt I mean that's just because especially when you got him under contract that that would be that's just not practical if you get drafted you're going to go become the property of that team you're not okay thanks for drafting me in the first round now I'm going to go play in five more college games I mean that doesn't make any sense whatsoever you couldn't do that it's just not how business works okay well, I mean, it seems pretty obvious. I mean, if you're not if you're a property of an NFL team, you're not going to go play a violent sport for a college. And get, I mean, it just doesn't. You see what I mean? When is the draft? The draft in is April? what? Late April. Yeah. Well, you, if you start start the first of March, you could get in your six, seven. Get you could get your seven games in, and then still get the draft. But right? if they're told after three games, you're going to go look your stock. I know this because I've talked to some assistant yeah. coaches who are worried about this. People are going to be putting bugs in their ear. Listen, the way you've played now. Don't just come come out now. Prepare for the draft. You've shown what you can do. That's a concern. I'm just well, curious to see. see that. I'm just curious to see if Kirk is concerned about that because I've talked to some other assistant coaches from other schools that they they are wondering what's going to happen about you know star players use these first three or four games this spring to kind of springboard themselves into the 21 draft. My concern is more: um, Do we lose any of our star players to go to the SEC, ACC, or? Uh... Uh, or uh, the Big Twelve, but and to play this fall. But do they? Don't they have to have their degrees to be good, to play I right away? 
But I don't know. Well, they do. I mean, they, the only way you can play right away right now, unless they make concessions. Unless they make concessions. And I just don't think I don't think they'll do that because I think that would be unfair to the Big Ten and the Pac-12 for being cautious. I don't think they'll do that. But to do that, you normally have, and maybe some of these guys already do have degrees. But if you don't have a degree, so they'd have to be a grad transfer. I there. believe so. Yes. Yeah. I don't think you can just leave now and play right away because. But, see, this is all new territory. They That's right. They don't have rules for it. That's another thing we can ask Kirk. You know, this is it's so weird because uh, all of the networks have been covering this state as far as uh, Iowa not playing, and yet you go up the road and, and uh, you know, ISU is playing. Mm-hmm. They've all had that on. They've had that on more than they've had, you know, that there's over a million and a half people without power because of this, mm-hmm. this freak weather thing. So... Hello. Pat? Yes. Hi. This is Rita from the football office. Uh-huh. Coach is supposed to be calling you in five minutes, uh-huh. right? Yes. Okay. He's still on a Zoom meeting, so I think it'll be another 10, 15 minutes. Oh, that's minutes. fine. That's, that's fine. fine. We're, is we're, that okay? That is fine. We're here until 10, 45, 11 o'clock, whatever works for Kurt. Yeah, thanks, we're good. Rita. Thanks, Rita. Okay. Okay, very good. Okay, thanks. He'll call later. Okay. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Lovely Rita, meet a maid. Good she Where did. would I be without you? Rita's been a part of Iowa football. Yes, she for, has. She's an institution over there. I mean, I remember Hayden used to speak so highly of her. Kirk did. So, so yeah, I mean, we, um, we'll take a little break. It's 920. I always plan this show, though, exactly to the second. Yeah, no, I yeah. know. I know. <laughs> We have a, a large board where every minute is every, blocked out. And I'm still not convinced that all those counts. conferences are going to end up playing either. Oh, I don't it. think so either. I'm still not convinced. I, I think what they're doing, and I think what Nebraska did more than anything, Nebraska, they were never going to leave the big – they were never going to stand no. up and practice what they're preaching. But I think they sent a message to their fans, look at how much we care. <laughs> I think they did a PR thing, even though they knew in the end it wasn't going to work. Yeah. And maybe it did work in some ways. Maybe that did – by them, but do Nebraska fans need to worship their program any more than they already no. do? Well, so, I think he needs that. I think Frost really does need that. But they were never going to go so anywhere. So do you think? Do you think we're going to see any football out of those three conferences? If I had to guess, I would guess right now, no. But I'm. But maybe a little while longer, I could be convinced that maybe they'll start, and I'm not sure how they'll be able to sustain. I mean, you saw the Florida State situation where a player was in a team meeting and he was sick and he tested positive. Now there, it looks like they're going to have to quarantine the whole team. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just it's a cluster, a cluster, and it's just so fluid and it's just so freaking contagious. And I get it that the young kids probably aren't going to get that sick. I, but that's not the whole point of this thing. And I think we all You're right. know that. You know, one thing I'm, you can ask me for, I, you know. How concerned is Kirk as a 65-year-old man with us? I think it's a fair question. I do, too. um, Whenever we see Kirk at these press conferences now, he comes with a mask on. And, I mean, and Kendall Keith's older than Kirk. Well, why don't we take a little break? Okay. I'll refill my water jug, and maybe Steve will get some power while we're on our break. Sure. And life will be good. (laughs) Uh, the weather is brought to you by Burger Hall on the Pet Mall. It's going to be another warm and muggy one today. Here is your KCJJ forecast. Partly cloudy this morning, sunshine this afternoon. We'll get to about 88 for a high today. The heat index in the low 90s this afternoon. The wind southeast at 5 to 15. Tonight, clear this evening. Slight chance of thunderstorms late, 67 tomorrow. Scattered thunderstorms possible through early afternoon, then sunny. Our high near 82. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it's 74.
1630 KCJJ is powered by UI Quick Care at the Iowa City Marketplace. 1-800-800-ROSE 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE Remember... Adventure Bay Water Park is now open at Adventureland. Ride the waves and soak up the sun in the oceans of aquatic fun. Fun for the whole family, and it's all included with your admission to Adventureland Park. Two great parks, all for one low price. See our website for park and water park operation dates. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. 
Hi, this is Bill Eichsring of the Oxyoke Inn. Our doors are open again. Although the way we serve you is different, we're still here and ready to welcome you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Oxyoke family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving family style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxyok home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxyokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Oxyok family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyok Inn in the heart of Amana. Please consider wearing a clean, do-it-yourself face mask in public while still maintaining social distance with the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Uh, from CNN, uh, Arizona teachers, uh, a lot of them actually, uh, over uh, 28% of the teachers uh, have uh, resigned after a vote to return to in-person teaching. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not requiring face masks or social distancing. I would not so. go back to that either. Yeah. So. Crazy. Yeah, I don't. Stupid. I, I don't understand this mask thing at all. I don't know what the big freaking deal. I is. like your ad where it says Just, wear a clean mask as opposed to a yeah. filthy one. Well, do you have any filthy ones? Yeah, yeah, you can get there's these disposable masks. Those are supposed to be only once. I mean, I wear mine over. Yeah. I mean, I wash them about every two days. I yeah, mean, yeah. What have you? So, so I mean. But no, this is this fall is going to be interesting. The the school starting, it's going to open up a whole new chapter. I think of how we're going to so. how we're going to handle this thing. So we'll see. But like we were talking about, I mean, I'm kind of curious to see what Iowa is doing as a team right now. I mean, they don't they don't know when they're going to play again. They don't know if the guys on this team right now will still be on the team when they do play. I mean, no, it's no, it's so, a cluster. It's just so fluid. I just, well, that's some of the. That's why it's so great to have Coach on yeah, today because to, he to have him explain kind of what's what, and he'll going. be able to answer some things. But there's some things he's. I don't know. Oh, he he doesn't know. know. He's just like the rest of us. That, absolutely, nobody knows. Yep. Each day brings kind of a new thing, and I when we were talking, I'd like to. I've heard that there was some damage over it to some of the facilities over at Iowa, but I haven't heard anything. But I did hear that maybe the baseball field, like the fi the outfield fence, maybe got some damage. I have not driven over there. Fences took some some hits. Oh yeah, they definitely did. did. I seen a lot of fences yeah. on my walk route. Wooden fences down by the park there, just down on mm -hmm. side. I mean, it's just. I mean, but it's weird how this story's not getting much. If a category well, two. It started to now because the New York Times came out last well, that night. That helps. That helps. And then CBS this morning, re on uh, our news feeds, have been rehashing it. I mean, there's people but, in Cedar Rapids so, that don't have insulin, don't have medicine, they have, yeah. don't have water, they have nothing. They're at risk well, of. Who'd you have on? Was it the? Who'd you have on from Cedar Rapids this plates. morning? Talking about garbage, what's his position? Oh, garbage collection and yeah. the disposing of of food and things. We're going to have somebody from Cedar Rapids on every weekday at 8 o'clock until this thing is. Uh, and then we had, uh, we had Kelly Hayworth uh, talking about uh, what they're doing in uh, Coralville. Did Coralville get hit harder than Iowa City, or is it about the same? About the same. Yeah, I wouldn't say harder. I mean, there's spots in each city that yeah. just got 
leveled. I mean, Summit Street was Summit Street just got, it incredible. Got now, a lot of those trees are old right? and what have you, but my 50-year-old, my oak trees withstood, but I've been told that oak trees are really strong as opposed to ma- a lot of maples went down. And our ash went down. Um, oh, it, it was you damaged? You lost your ash? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I lost the tree. Yeah, okay, because like I said. taken my, out yesterday. My ash is doing fine, but I keep having people say, well, it's going to be dead in five to seven years unless you get it treated. So I'm looking into getting it treated, but I've heard it's not cheap. It is not. I've heard it's, and you do it over the course of three summers, but a neighbor said they did it with their ash tree, and it saved it, so we'll see. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys, if you go to the Iowa Now website, it has photos of damage over there. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you. you. It does look like something hit that fence. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's what I thought. I had yeah, heard that the fence was Iowa now. Yeah. Yeah. So I had heard that there was some damage to the. I I gotta wonder about like the roof of Carver. That thing looks kind of vulnerable under any circumstance. I've it? always felt that uh, that looks unfinished. Like Me too. They just didn't finish it. I've always thought that too. But doesn't it look like it would be vulnerable to high winds? Yeah, I guess. And it sits yeah. up on that hill there. I it mean, it does. But it's weird how the... So I haven't seen, because I haven't had any internet, has anyone seen any radar of the storm when it came yes. over? Was it mm-hmm. really literally spinning like a hurricane? Uh, it, yeah, I wouldn't say spinning. Because there was a lull. There was there yeah. was sort of a little mini eye, because I do remember about 10 minutes where they're, wow, look at this, it could be over, and it wasn't. There is, we've got it on our Facebook page down a ways. It, it came out a couple days ago, but uh, it... Uh, and it formed in the Dakotas, right? Yeah, yes, and it just, just out of nowhere, just huge. Just I mean, usually if huge. there's bad weather, we talk about it on the show. Yeah. We didn't talk about any weather on no, Monday. No, we show. expected a possibility, forty percent chance of showers. Yeah, and it turned maybe a thunderstorm. Yeah. Hello, hello. Hello. This... Sorry for the delay. Oh, oh hey, Kirk. Hi. Hey, Coach. Hi, Coach. How are we doing? Uh, oh, great, Kirk. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Coach, uh, do you have electricity? Uh, not at our house, no. Oh, so uh, you no. don't either. Well, nor, no, nor uh, do we. Well, I was going to ask if uh, Jan and I could camp there for the next couple of days. But <laughs> I guess not. You're welcome to. You. Uh, it'll be rustic, though. <laughs> so I'm the only one talking on the air right now that's got power. Huh. I feel pretty good about so, that. Yeah, I drove... Uh, Drove down Dubuque Street uh, last night, you know, north uh, north of eighty, and looks like their power came back on. So I was kind of hopeful, but no, no, uh, we got home to a very dark house. So Kirk, were you at the football facility when this storm unleashed its wrath? Where were you? Yeah, I was, and it was really kind of weird. Uh, you know, I've said before, I finally got a window here when we moved in the new building, but um, yeah, it was really weird just to watch it. Uh, Basically going hard from our, our left to our right and uh, north to south, I guess that would be. So just took a couple of trees out. But boy, I've, I've never, it was just a very unusual storm, to say the least. Yeah. Did you ever think you'd be uh, talking about a Category 2 hurricane in Iowa? After doing a Zoom call. <laughs> it, you know, yeah, it looked like a, uh, you know, when you watch on CNN or Fox, you know, the news where you see those guys. The weather guys that stand in the middle of those tropical storms, mm-hmm. and you're thinking, "What? What is this guy an idiot? What's he doing?" <laughs> uh, that's that's all that was missing was that guy out there with the camera. It's, so it's just uh, it was really weird. So was there any damage to the football facility or anything? I haven't heard anything. I heard the baseball field had a little bit of damage. Yeah, I heard the baseball field did. I, I have not really gone by there, uh, but no, the football facility turned out fine as okay. far as I know, and 
But yeah, it's just uh, I drove through Manville Heights, going home that night, and boy, it was amazing. It looked like a war zone, yeah, really just with all the trees, you know. So, well, yeah, it's uh, it's not fun for anybody. I know that. Well, Kirk, we appreciate you being on, and we got a lot we want to ask you. Um, first, what are you guys doing right now as a team? Because Tom and I were talking. You don't know when you're going to play next. You don't know if the team that you have now will be the team that you have the same roster when you do play. How do you take each day now? How do you go move ahead each daily? Well, you know, it kind of started at the beginning of the week. We were supposed to practice Monday, mm-hmm. and then uh, we caught wind that, you know, some things were, were uh, brewing around a little bit. So uh, we, we chose not to practice Monday and then did the same on Tuesday, knowing that we are going to get the decision. And I, I didn't know that the season would be, you know, pushed, but I thought it might be delayed. So in my mind, I uh, just didn't see any reason to, to go out and practice on a Monday or Tuesday when we may be, you know, basically practicing to practice, right? And mm-hmm. I, I sort of certainly didn't want to call some parent that night and explain that, you know, their son got hurt in practice that, you know, when we had a good idea the season was going to get, get pushed back a little bit. So, um, long, long, you know, big picture is just uh, the guys got back here in June. They've been training. Uh, really well, and I'm, I'm amazed uh, at their ability to concentrate and push forward um, with so much uncertainty and all, all the protocols and all the things. The guys have done a great job. So, long story short, they, they've given us uh, two really good months. We've been on the field with them for not quite three weeks, but their attitude's been great. And I thought what really was important was that they just get a chance to um, – take a break you know recharge kind of like they would uh you know in may when, mm-hmm. when finals are over you know you go through spring ball and um i thought everybody just needs a break so we, we sent them home and we'll get them back here on the uh 24th when school starts and hopefully by then we'll have a little bit more direction in terms of where we're heading and then we can put a plan together that makes sense but when it became apparent we weren't playing this semester i, I just didn't see any sense uh these guys need to get home nobody's nobody's really left town since uh, June 8th, I think. And um, I know in my case, I think I've left Iowa City for one day. Left, you know, in the morning, got back that night. We went over and saw our daughter in Des Moines, but that, that's it. So just felt like the guys, if they wanted to get home, they needed a chance to get home. So, Coach, what's the team, what are the kids going to feel like if they actually play in the SEC and the ACC and the Big 12? You know, that's about as strange as it gets, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, really, everybody had to make a decision on their own. And I, I, uh, I'll start with the fact that you know, we knew the presidents and chancellors are meeting over the weekend. Um, and I, I know one thing, you know, it's a bunch of smart people in that room. Uh, you know, I've told people I thought about getting a master's when I was at Pitt. I thought about it for about a day. And uh, my mentor kind of ripped my, uh, my ass, quite frankly, and said, you know, want to coach or do you want to go to school? I said, well, I want to coach. So. That was the end of my uh, educational degree, but I don't, I don't have any postgraduate degrees. Um, and, and I know a lot of smart people have been working on this, and uh, I think the direction came from the medical community. They had some concerns, and certainly that, that impacted the uh, pr- uh, provosts and the uh, presidents and chancellors. And so the decision got made, but, you know, it's just a, it's a really kind of strange optic, and I think that is, you know, I'll give you a little commentary. I think it's one of the sad things about college football right now. Uh, and, and it's really grown this way over the last decade plus. Uh, there's really not a lot of uh, direction or togetherness uh, mm-hmm. for college football, and I think that's, I think that's healthy, quite frankly. Well, I've had some people in discussion say, why is something 
too dangerous for Big Ten players, but for players from other conferences is not. Why don't they share medical data, Kirk? Why don't conferences work together and use the same rules and whatever for everybody? I don't get it. It's like each conference is kind of on its own. Is that right? It, it really is, and, and it won't surprise me if we see some, you know, cannibalistic uh, behavior amongst the conferences. You know, some some players getting uh, poached or, mm-hmm. you know, picked off rosters, those mm-hmm. types of things. So, uh, I've, I've, you know, over the years I've really, and I've been around for a while now, obviously, and as the revenue has grown uh, in college sports, which really nobody foresaw, think about it this way, the, you know, everybody laughed at Jim Delaney however many years ago, that was 12, 13 years ago when, you know, he was going to launch the uh, Big Ten Network. Everybody thought, you know, he, he'd lost his mind. Uh, it turns out he was a visionary. Mm-hmm. And uh, the revenue that's grown in college sports has been particularly college football. Um, it's, it's you know, it's kind of like each man for himself. And um, I, I personally think, uh, and I've felt this way for over a decade, we, we at some point need a commissioner of college football. Mm-hmm. We'll still work under the confines of the NCAA, obviously, but uh, we need a commissioner of college football and, uh, the other, other important ingredient we need is, is um, enforcement of the rules, whatever the rules are that we decide on, and that that'll be a discussion in itself. But at some point, we need to enforce the rules and and do it the same way across the board. And right now, that's really not going on. This is a great illustration of it. I mean, this is uncharted territory. So, is there any rules preventing teams from those three conferences that plan on playing from coming and trying to poach rosters from like? I mean, you've got some players that would look really attractive to some other teams. There's got to be rules in place. I mean, you have to be a graduate transfer to be able to play right away, right? There's no way that they could just pick people. I, Go ahead. Well, yeah, I was going to say that'd be the biggest biggest issue is, uh, you know, if a guy isn't a graduate transfer, is he going to be able to uh, move freely? So, that there, you know, there would be some hoops to jump through there. But, but I think we've also seen there's been a lot of inconsistency with the uh, interpretations on, um, you know, immediate eligibility so <laughs> you know the eligibility thing you, you know you send something into the NCAA you have no idea which way it's going to go mm-hmm. uh, they're totally unpredictable so it's uh, I, I think those are the issues right now and uh, you know uh, if a player had a, a good good attorney working for him I think he might have the freedom to become eligible wow. if he went to another school it's not a slam dunk but you know still it's, it's an issue do you think some of the teams are basing things on uh political considerations too rather than just all on medical you know i don't think there's any doubt there's a political uh, element to this whole pandemic and the way it gets interpreted but mm-hmm. yeah, I, don't, I don't know about it college football it's just uh, you know I, th- I think you know people everybody's made their own decisions each conference has and uh, they've got their own rationale and um you know i think that the two biggest questions in my mind at least moving forward right now just from you know again i'm I have no, no advanced degrees. And I, you know, I'm an English teacher, okay, by trade. So, like, you know, biology, 10th grade, I did okay in biology in 10th grade. But since then, my science uh, is not so good. But uh, the two obvious things I think that I would look at or I've been concerned about is, you know, what's it going to be like when the student body gets back here? What kind of spikes mm-hmm. will we see? Because mm-hmm. uh, young people tend to congregate. Young people tend to socialize. And I don't care how disciplined you are or how, uh, you know, how strong your willpower might be. It's just, it's hard, you know, so I think that's going to be an issue. And then to me, the biggest question as it pertains to football is contact. When the contact starts and the way contact tracing goes, uh, I really had my doubts if this was going to be workable. And, you know, you look at, compare the major league uh, baseball, how they're doing right now compared to uh, 
uh, the NBA. I think I heard last night. You guys, you guys would know this better than I. I think I heard the Cardinals have not played yet in August. I think no, they played five did I games. Hear that correctly? Yeah, they, they played, played five, five games. They, they're tied with the Cubs in the lose lose column at two and three, and the Cubs are thirteen and three. <laughs> so you know, and I, I think that 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 resembles more so what we do, except our guys run into each other. They, you know, they're not supposed to do that in baseball. Uh, but the the point there is that you know they're not in a bubble, and the NBA isn't a bubble, but they've got much. You're talking about a lot smaller number of people, yes. total people. Mm-hmm. With, you know, I don't know how many teams they're playing, but they've got them all there. The rosters are smaller. And I'll be really curious to see what happens with the NFL, again, because of the contact and contact tracing. And that's, I don't mind telling you, that's, that's been in the back of my mind for months now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to happen in September when we lose nine, nine offensive linemen? You know, how do you mm-hmm. play a game then? Kirk, have you had a chance to look at Jeff Brahms, his I don't know what you would call that. Proposal? His, his proposal, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, what what'd you think absolutely. of it? What, what'd yeah, it's you th- kind of funny because I imagine a lot of us were sitting around thinking about that. And that mm-hmm. It kind of models uh, similar to what I was thinking about for us in the spring. And and I think the Big Ten might even be thinking a little bit more aggressively, but uh, I can assure you that there's a lot of uh, plans in the works right now and a lot of people giving thought to what, what we might be able to do and uh, the bottom line is, I, I can just say this: I know the Big Ten's really committed to. They, we want to play. We're going to try to play, um, and want to play as you know as, as quickly as we can. But uh, I think putting a, a model together is not going to be a challenge. I think the challenge again is going to be the virus. You know, it's just that mm-hmm. that's really who we're fighting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Coach Harbaugh said, you know, football didn't cause the virus. Uh, you know, I'm an English background guy, and I know that. I mean, you know, I've figured that one out. Uh, but the challenge isn't, you know, who caused it. The challenge is, you know, how can we work around it and work through it. So, um, I think that, you know, and I also heard that, you know, somebody said that you can't you can't play in the spring. Well, I think that's totally just being closed-minded. And we, we can do it, and we'll have to do it, uh, you know, knowing that whatever we do in the spring is going to affect what we do in the fall, and quite frankly, it will probably affect the next spring as well. Mm-hmm. So if we look at it in terms of a big picture and then, you know, really focus on what we might be able to pull off realistically, I, you know, I think there's definitely a possibility. And I think, you know, what Jeff threw out there was a, a good starting point. Something was brought up to me recently. Um, if we do play in the spring, you start late February, early March, you know, you play three or four games. Let's say you got a star players that are, they, they're NBA or NBA, NFL prospects but they maybe aren't quite there yet but let's say they play great in these first three or four games what's stopping them from just declaring for the 21 draft and just quitting midway through the season i mean is that something that you've thought about could that happen sure i think that's a possibility i think think it's a possibility quite frankly but uh, um you know if it does it does but i I think as coaches we'll probably have a good feel for you know what the players are thinking and what Mm -hmm. what their concerns are and we've, we've already as you might imagine uh, talked with all of our guys uh, just about how they're feeling right now, and we're going to, you know, try to continue to walk them through that process as we go, and um, you know, just make sure that we, we do all we can to, you know, answer the questions we can answer. And you know, I know there is a lot of talk about guys going to the NFL, but the reality is, you know, big picture wise of, of the guys that are actually playing college football, that that number is not that big a percentage, mm-hmm. but but it's an important percentage, and I think all of us want to do what we can and. And we may have some guys here on campus that choose to forego playing in the spring uh, and just continue to train. And, we'll, you know, they're, they're on our teams. We'll definitely welcome, welcome that if that's their, their choice. 
Nobody's uh, given you that indication yet, though, right? As far as you know, as uh, nobody said that they want to go that route. Uh, no, not to my knowledge. Not okay. Yet. Okay. How Talk. concerned are you with uh, you contacting? Uh, you know uh, the virus. Oh, and Ken O'Keefe. I mean, yeah, and your your coaching staff. Yeah, I mean, the reality is, yeah, probably Ken and I are uh, uh, most at risk, and Phil, a distant third. You know, he's not sixty yet. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's probably a consideration. But uh, you know, I got to tell you, I didn't lay awake, uh, lay awake at night, you know, worrying about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, from the time this all started, it's it's been kind of interesting to me. Um, as we all know, back in March and April, you know, New York City was the epicenter, all, all the telecasts, all the things that we saw out there. But, you know, that, that's a real extreme, you know, it's the biggest city in our country, and it's, uh, you know, uh, very multicultural. You know, a lot of people travel through there because of business, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it is an international city. So, um, you know, I think all of us had to be respectful of that. But, um, you know, I think. You know, you kind of know what you know, and uh, you look around the country, not the whole country is New York City or that corridor, Newark, up through. Uh, so, you know, I just kind of followed the, the uh, cases, the deaths, all that. It seems like if you didn't live in that part of the country, if you weren't in New Orleans, you weren't in Detroit, uh, and there were a couple other pockets, you know, it was a whole different thing. So, long story short, all I've tried to do since uh, March, whatever, is, you know, just don't put yourself at risk. You know, I, I was not made, made sure to avoid crowds. Um and, you know, all the things they talked about, keep your hands clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, months ago, they didn't think masks were that important. Now that is uh, in vogue. So, you know, just try to follow the uh, guidance of the experts. And I, that's, that's kind of the approach I've taken here. Certainly the universities uh, designed good medical protocol for all of us. And um, you know, just try not to put yourself at risk. And uh, you know, I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm sure I'll jinx myself. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just want to. Just, you know, try not to do something stupid. You know, I haven't gone to parties and all those kinds of things, you know. Not that I go to a lot of parties anyway. <laughs> well, Coach, it's been, uh, to say the least, a bizarre year since St. Patrick's Day and the uh, <laughs> Since oh the Holiday Bowl. Just think about just what's I mean, it started off so great with the Holiday Bowl. The program was looking super. The The team just looked great. And now the, the year has just been so bizarre and even more bizarre for, for you because of the, you know, the, the deal with the mm-hmm. tweets and stuff. So yep. tell, how how is that progressing? Are you... Are you happy with the way things are progressing in that direction? Yeah, that was that was a really tough, uh, difficult period, certainly. But uh, and and you know, I think all everything came to a head for uh, for a reason. You know, we we uh, experienced a pandemic, which has put everybody on edge, uh, the whole yep. country. Yep. Uh, no, nobody's acting, you know, the way uh, I don't know if normal is the right word, but it, it's rocked all of our worlds. So there's no question about that uh, for different reasons, you know, and. Uh, then you know you think about the things that happened socially, especially at the end of uh, end of May and early June. So it's just kind of a perfect storm. But if you know, you know I'm, I'm a person who tries to find uh, you know good in anything, and uh, if anything, it triggered triggered some conversations that probably wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, we had some conversations on the topic last August that didn't go in near near as much depth. So uh, if anything, it's just it's really triggered some real honest, raw, you know, emotional dialogue and. I think I think we've emerged as a stronger program as a result of that, and um, that's one more reason I'm, I'm disappointed we can't play. But the biggest reason I'm disappointed, uh, it's not not because of me. I feel badly for our players because they only get so many chances mm-hmm. to play and compete, and that's 
so they work hard for it. But um, I think our I think everybody would have seen a team that was really together and really uh, you know um, a program that was really healthy. So you know it, it's not going to happen this September, October, but we'll we'll figure out when we're going to get a chance to play and. I'm confident uh, you know, we're, we're a better, stronger program as a result of all the things that have happened. Kirk, we had Broderick Benz on last week, and it was a great interview talking to him. I mean, he had sure some was. great insight. And he made – you know, he talked about the, the, the changes. the And he said a lot of the stuff that's been done now is kind of the easy stuff, the stuff that, you know, the, yep. the social – but he says the hard stuff comes, but he says, he goes, I feel the right people – are in place. Can you tell us maybe some of the stuff that's going on? Into are there stuff? Is there stuff going on? Like, is there sensitivity? To, is there stuff that you can share with us beyond just the stuff that we've seen that's going on right now? Yeah, I think you know what we did. We got feedback about things that we we could adjust and address um, on, a, on an immediate basis. And I say immediate. You know, it's over the course of a year. Uh, but just things within the building. You know, what we wanted to do is make sure that players all feel comfortable and, and uh, welcome in the building. And didn't feel like they were being, you know, uh, put in a box, uh, you know, or whatever, you know, where they couldn't be themselves. And mm-hmm. that, that's what came across loud and clear. So, I mean, there are certain things that we've changed and altered. But, you know, at the same time, I, I've told the guys it's, uh, you know, it's still a game of measurement. At some point, you know, we're going to we're gonna have to do our work and we're going to have to, you know, be tough-minded. And we're going to have to, you know, push hard and all that because either, you know, you make it on first or fourth down or you don't. Mm-hmm. Or you stop them or you don't. And uh, the but the one thing I'll say, all, all the uh, uh, you know criticisms I've heard, the things people uh, were thought could be changed or suggestions that were made, none of them really pertain to the workload or the way we work. It was more about delivery, you know, messages, those types of things, things we can adjust in terms of you know, dress code policy. Those things are really pretty, cool, pretty easy. But yeah, to answer your question, we'll do some things staff-wise, too. Okay. Uh, we'll do some things staff-wise, too, to, you know, continue to learn and uh uh, you know, go from there. And I think that you were in the, the press conference a week ago Thursday. It mm-hmm. seems like it was two months ago. Oh, yeah. my God. But anyway, uh, you know, after the Hush Blackwell report and Rick Coleman's answer, I mean, I had read that in the report and it, it, that, that never occurred to me. Me either. I never, never made that connection. So that, that's a really good illustration of, you know, there are still things to be learned and that's a great thing about life. But uh, to answer your question, you yeah, know, we'll, we'll do some things with, uh, you know, some things that we're reading and some things that, uh, Obviously, we have too, too much time right now, so we'll we'll have a chance to do. Uh, hopefully, uh, I've got a seminar in mind that I, I want us all to participate in. You know, Kirk. One thing I wanted to say, and I wanted to kind of say it on behalf of the Iowa media, because there you've talked about how everything now is polarizing. It just seems like people pick sides. And instead of trying to figure ways to work together, they just try to own the other side. And let's face it, the Iowa fan base right now, Tom, you've seen, is kind of divided on how some, some of the stuff, some people think that you guys were treated way too harshly, but there's division among the fans. But there's also this narrative out there that some people believe that the some of the Iowa media were out to take you down, to take Brian down. And I can honestly say there hasn't been anything written by anyone in the Iowa media that's come close to even suggesting that a coaching change should be made. And I just think sometimes a narrative can kind of run away with itself. But, Tom, you've seen – I just wanted you to know yeah. that there has not been anybody in the Iowa media that has come close to suggesting that you or Brian or anyone should lose their job over this. And I just felt it's important because sometimes that can get overlooked with narratives that are out there. And there's a lot of narratives out there. I just wanted you to know that. Well, I appreciate that. And I think that's, that's one of the unfortunate byproducts uh, – especially in the state of social media. Like, you know, it's just, there's a lot of stuff that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and usually the truth is somewhere in the middle, right, of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and, 
and really the only only regret, and I, I can tell you, um, I don't go looking for things, but you know, people bring things for me to look at and read, and probably the only only uh, unfortunate aspect I, I see, and I don't want to go too far down the road, is you know, there, you, you can put things out on social media, you can put things out, and it doesn't make them true. Mm-hmm. And th- there were a lot of things that were thrown out there uh, that that lacked substance. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and my my attention, my interest was more in the talking to people that were accomplished in this program, but still had criticisms and complaints. And that's, that's who I wanted to talk to because that, those are opinions I really respect. And my, my one regret was just, uh, cause I looked at it from outside in, but I'm, you know, I'm 65 years old. Okay. I understand how things work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get it. And I know the world's never going to be perfect, but, uh, there, there were a couple of things that a couple of quote unquote journalists ran with that, you know, if anybody was in their right mind and just read them a couple times, they would say, "This is there's absolutely no way this has possibly happened." Yet, those those were you know published like they were the gospel, and that that that's really irresponsible, unfortunately. But you know, that again, I'm not naive. I'm uh, you know, I, I worked in pro football for six years. I mean, that that's just vicious. <laughs> you know, the media coverage of pro football is vicious. So, you know, I'm, I'm not naive in that regard. It's just, uh, it, but it's unfortunate when things. Uh, end up being quote unquote out there that that people treat like you know boy that really happened huh mm-hmm. no it didn't happen <laughs> it didn't happen coach let's uh, polish up our crystal balls at least the ones that haven't fallen off and cracked on the cement and look to the spring a little bit what is what's going to change or what can change between now and then to actually get football to be played other than uh, a, a vaccine. What what can be different? And probably like you guys, I'm not hanging around waiting for a vaccine to come through. Hopefully it does. But I think, you know, if there's a way we can just, um, you know, maybe a treatment uh, would be great, better testing. You know, those things are still challenges, I think, in certain parts of our country and in our Big Ten footprint, that's still a challenge. So, you know, just continued advances. And we've made so many advances since March. So continue advances mm-hmm. technology-wise and, uh, but I think ultimately the contact tracing is really going to be, um, you know, a big challenge for football, the sport of football. But we'll just have to see how it all goes. You know, I, I apologize. I'll finish up with one more question, but I got to jump off. I okay, no, okay. no, no, problem. that's fine, Kirk. I'll we give have... you a little commentary too. Okay, I never do another Zoom meeting in my life. I'll be so happy. <laughs> God, I hate these. And, and they, they've been they've been lifesavers, right? So I mean, it's great, but like it just ain't the same. So you know. I got one last question. I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask you this as a father. I mean, how is Brian yep. doing? We haven't had a chance to talk to Brian. I know you. Um, how is he doing? And how do, do you deal with him as a father and as a coach? How do you guys get through this together? Because, I mean, this is have obviously it's been pretty tough on Brian. We haven't spoken to him, but how is he doing? Yep. He's, doing he's doing well. You know, it's, it's been uh, this whole period has been tough on everybody in our program. Um you know, and uh, but it's 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 part of growth. It's part of um, you know learning, moving, and uh, moving forward. And you know this whole thing. And again, I just um, interject. You know, some of the things that are out there. You know, not everything's true. So, okay. but what is important is what is true and what has substance. And, and uh, everything we do in life, we can learn from. You know, so I mean, there's there's always room for introspection. There's always room for um, you know how could I have handled this better? How could I have done this better? And I think that's part of uh, maturing as, as a person and as a coach. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm 65 and I've done this for a while, but 
I, I, I never ceased to be amazed. And I said the same thing when I was in pro football. It was more about football-specific stuff in pro football because that's all you do is watch tape every mm-hmm. day of the year, basically. Uh, but if there, there were so many times during a week where I'd, something would happen I never thought about. And I think that's the same thing in, in what we're doing, whether you're the head coach or coordinator or position coach. There's uh, Life just brings you things that if you really are paying attention, if you're really listening, you know, it just gives you pause, room for pause and room for uh, rethinking things. So okay. um, you know, I think that's what we're all kind of going through. And, again, I'm, I'm confident we're going to have a better program because – because we have good people. We have good people on our support staff, our coaching staff, most importantly. Our players are great. And, um, you know, so we've all worked through this together, and we're all going to grow. And we'll, we'll be better as a result of it. So I think that that's kind of how I'm looking at it. It's an opportunity to, you know, say, hey, you know, I can get better. I can do this better. I could have done this better and learn from it. Or, or you can, you know, get defensive and, and uh, you know, get up in, the, in a ball and all that kind of stuff and just kind of ward things off that, no, this, this has been an opportunity for all of us to learn and grow, and um, I think you know he's certainly in that group as well. Well, Kirk, thank you for your time. God, I just like yep. we just had yeah. him on for a half an hour. Thank yeah. you, and go look yeah. forward to your next Zoom call. We really appreciate it, Coach. Well, thank you appreciate very it, guys. much. Hope, uh, yeah, hope we get some juice here, like get some electricity. I, I'm right. with you. Thanks, Kirk. Take care, Coach. In the area. Okay, thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Uh, I didn't realize we did have him on yeah. for yeah. He called around nine thirty-five. So what did he said? He has another Zoom. Uh, didn't he say he has another Zoom call? Yeah. He just said he had to jump off. He jump off. So, but yeah, I mean, they're busy. We appreciate a half an hour. There's a couple oh, other questions I wanted to get around sure, to asking too. And I, I just wanted to say that about because there has been some narratives out there on Twitter. All oh, these, all these Iowa media just want to bring down. Kirk. That's never been my no. intention. I've never thought Kirk no. should lose his job. I never no. thought Brian should lose his job. I mean, if I didn't have a chance to say this, if I had one word to describe my whole feeling from this thing, and I bet you share the same word with me. Disappointed. I just thought yes. the culture didn't have that flaw. I was just a, just disappointed. I expected more from Kirk, and I think Kirk would understand that because I think Kirk realizes now, and he's identified that they had a, a, they had a problem, and now they have to address it. I, I, I've always been proud of Iowa's track record. And there's a lot of to still be proud relations. of. Yes. Yeah. Well, especially for the university. Uh, yes. Except whole. for then you had the problem in the, the late 60s. Yeah. And but there's was, problems everywhere. That was, yeah. And it, this shows, though, one or two people can disrupt a culture. And I don't want to turn and blame this all on Chris Doyle. No. I mean, that's. Because you can't. Because you can't. But you can just, it just goes to show you that you have to be careful you have to make sure you're you have to be more aware and i just always held the iowa culture in such high regard and well there was some issues now they're dealing with i do think that kirk's the right guy to get them through this right now during this stage i think it'd be rough for another head coach to come in here right now does it does it make you feel any better that he doesn't have electricity too yes it does a little bit bit. it does a little bit to know that But you know what? I bet he has a. I bet he has a pool that he can dive into. Hello. I'm guessing. I don't even know. Does Kirk have a pool? Do you think he no does? Idea. No idea. No idea. I think idea. he does. Do you have a pool, Captain? Yeah, it's called my basement. Steve has rains. a dressing room. <laughs> I do. Have. Steve does have a dressing room. Hello? I don't. Hello. Have you guys not read Rob House articles the last couple months? Rob House. Yes. Um, I've read what Rob Howe has posted. I've read what Rob Howe has posted, and Rob Howe has not written one column saying that Kirk Ferentz should lose his job or Brian. That's fact. That's, 
that's as close of a hit job as it can get. But have, no, they'll tell you, has Rob Howe written one column saying that Kirk Ferentz should be fired, or Brian Ferentz for that matter? He posted stuff that was written by other people. I'm not, you know, I guess I am defending him a little bit. I get where you're coming from, but name, find a column where I, Rob, I haven't read one. Find a column where Rob Howe well, has written that Kirk Ferentz should be fired. His DJK article. But that didn't say that Kirk Ferentz should be. Rob didn't. That was DJK's article. He wrote that. Rob didn't. Now, whether you think Rob was right to publish it, that's a whole different matter. Right. That's a whole different. But Rob did not write that. DJK, Darrell wrote that. I hate saying DJK. Darrell wrote that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to. Um, argue with you. I'm just saying you, you would have to admit Rob, Rob Howe has not written anything saying Kirk Ferentz needs to be fired. Not that I have seen. I've, no, I, and I know he hasn't because I've been reading it. Yeah. Now, like I said, you're talking about the stuff that he published, right? That stuff that he posted that was written by other, you know, the thing, the, the thing by the, the, now I will say there seem to be some outrageous things in the Darrell's credibility. I think it's fair to say is questionable. His story has changed Absolutely. back and forth. I don't, the thing about the Iowa city police and Kirk, I thought that was nonsense. But, you know, it was still one of the greatest players in the history of the program writing a very strong editorial. And he wrote it direct. You know, I didn't run it on my website, but he wrote it and direct, gave it to Rob. And whether you think Rob should have posted it, that's a whole different thing. Well, that's- then you question, you know, then you got to question every newspaper with every editorial that is submitted to them. I mean, if, you know, he he didn't, how did not write it? No, and I do think Darrell hurt his cause. I do too, and More I than think uh, Akram Wadley. Oh, hurt I think Akram Wadley hurt his cause too. I'll give you that, caller. I'll give you I'll, those guys destroyed their credibility. They Akram especially made it look like he was looking for a way to make money off this thing. That's what it. That's what it still looks like. You know, he didn't make it in the NFL. He's pissed, and damn it, he wants a way to. Tra- that's what it looks like to me. So, caller, I'm just your thoughts on that. What do you think? Oh, he left. I mean, oh, you still there? I, I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm not sure there's a there's a place for to get to get DJK's fabricated story out there within the Iowa media. You're not sure there what what now? You you don't think that Rob should okay. have given him think, the, yeah, the the platform. the outlet the platform? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, you Correct. you you definitely have a right to your opinion. I and I tend to agree with that. Okay, and and but that's. And I think part of that is not the fact that Rob gave Darrell. It's what Darrell wrote. Is that what you're saying? Is what he? Some of the things he said just seemed what just way. I mean, some of the things I just it, didn't believe him. I didn't either. A lot. I mean, okay, you said but that Kurt called in the police raid. No, I never believed that. Now he did, unfortunately, have to wear a trash can around his head in practice, and I didn't think that was a good idea. But Darrell makes it hard on himself to become a sympathetic figure when he takes things to the extreme, is what I'm saying. And the same with Akram. Okay, but there's a lot of editorials that are... <clears throat> I hate to defend this, because I don't care for DJK. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of editorials uh, that uh, you read that aren't true. That, uh, mm-hmm. that Oh, are without question. Sure, it's an editorial. They're opinions. Yes, opinion of course. Piece. Yeah, yeah. Does he print... Normally, does he, if this wouldn't have happened, would he have printed other opinion pieces? Who, Rob? Yeah, say. Rob, on, I will give, Rob, Rob published everything that was given to him. Okay, but. Pro and con. Take, take this out of it. Uh, in the past, has he printed before this even happened? That I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. know. I have not. I've lost complete touch with Darrell since he left. I haven't written anything about him. And I don't call her. Do you know? You may follow it closer. Than me, I mean, I, I don't know. Does uh, how usually print 
uh, opinions, editorials. Oh, Rob writes or, columns. Yeah, he writes. He columns. writes columns, but does he does he does he print other? No, people's? I think this was a unique situation due to the circumstances. Yes, okay. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Would you agree with that, caller? What's that? I mean, this was just a unique circumstance. I think with the the Durrell. So the Durrell one's the one that upset you more than Akram Wadley stuff. I mean, because Akram Wadley's mom went on Facebook. That had nothing to well, do with Rob House. She went on Facebook and ranted for forty five minutes about all the stuff, I and I didn't. That crap and, was all. Garbage. And I just thought her credibility just fell apart during that whole rant. But the yeah, problem with I this thing that. is we're sitting here ripping two former players. Thanks, so thanks a lot. Appreciate the call, caller. We're sitting here ripping two former players, and the message gets lost. The James Daniels message gets lost. That was my concern with Darrell and Akram is they kind of hijacked what I thought is a good message. James Daniels had good intentions. Kirk has even acknowledged that James Daniels had good intentions. James Daniels doesn't want Kirk to get fired. No. He went out of his way to say that he thinks Kirk Ferentz is the right man for this job. Darrell and Akram, there's anger. They're, they're pissed. Yeah. Yep. They're pissed for some, and it's unfortunate. We've said before, Darrell, John, Darrell, Akram Wadley, and Ronnie Harmon, three of the greatest players in program history, and look at the relationship they have. And that's just, that's sad. It's unfortunate. It is. Hello. Hi. I was just wondering, when they come up with a vaccine, what if a certain percentage of the players wouldn't take it? Would they be allowed on the team? Good question. That'd be an interesting that's a, situation, too. That is a great question, because some of that will probably be – based on what their parents are telling them. No, that's a good question. It, that is a good question. And I have no answer for it. And I'm – well, Kirk said I'm not waiting around for a vaccine. No, and that, you can't. I understand. Yeah. I, I, but that is a fair question. That's just one of many it's things that It's a completely has to be fair a, question, and I think uh, I think that's probably something that the coaches would leave up to the And he kind of quoted – Fau- I mean, you can tell he's following Fauci because that's what Fauci has been saying. There's going to be a treatment – to so that you won't to die from the this, yeah. yes. Uh, before there's going to be a vaccine. Yes, that's I, I, probably. Yeah. Yes, I would. Yeah. I would think that because they're already they're already got some. they've yeah. already gotten better. And Coach yeah. alluded to that too. They've already gotten better at treating this. And Kirk also alluded to the fact that it's going to be hard. You couldn't do a bubble with football, Mm-mm. but you're. I think you can do a bubble with basketball. I think you can maybe do, do two different bubbles with basketball. You know. So I think you can get away with that to where basketball could somehow end up playing between 20 and 25 games this year. I don't think they're going to have a full 31-game season, what have you. So, But I do think there is hope for basketball. And that, boy, would that be – that would be just something we need. We just need something positive yeah. to happen. There's just been so much negativity. I was thinking about that driving in today since I remember th- – coming home from the holiday bowl thinking, wow, Iowa football's really – I mean, Brian Ferentz had his best game as yeah. offensive coordinator. I was so impressed with the game plan they had in the holiday bowl. It was good. It was great. It was great fun to watch. And I praised him for it. There's been times where I've called Brian Ferentz out for not having a very good game plan, but I thought in the in the holiday bowl he owned USC's defense. He had them second-guessing wrong, and I just thought it was great. And then everything since then has just kind of – Unraveled, but I do think I, I, you can hear it in Kirk's voice. I, he's determined to lead this program through this. The, yes. The, the racial stuff, the virus, I think he's determined to do that. Now it's a matter of, of, of just doing it. I mean, the talk, talk's over. Now you have to do it. Yeah, no, exactly. So we'll see. And, uh... But I also think Kirk feels, he, I did sense, he, he seems a little upset at some of the stuff that was – some of the stuff that was said. And, you know, I kind of wish 
I kind of wish Akram would have backed off a little bit because Akram yep. was a great player. He had a great personality when he's here. Now it's unfortunate because well, Kirk feels he was stabbed in the back. I by think him. I, you know, in some ways, I think he was, and it's unfortunate because it takes away from the real message. It takes yeah, away yes. from what James Daniels was saying, and Kirk has acknowledged there were issues. Hell, they've acknowledged that they fired Chris Doyle. Yeah, I mean, they got rid of him as quickly as possible. One of Kirk's best friends, and I didn't. One of the questions I didn't get a chance to ask him was. Kirk Chris kept Chris Doyle around for two re- two pretty legitimate good reasons. Great friend, great strength coach. I think those two things outweighed everything else until it came back to until it didn't. Until it didn't, until it came back to yeah. bite him in the butt, you know. I mean, Kirk Kirk couldn't have done what he's done at Iowa without Chris Doyle. No, I mean, it's just I agree. Couldn't have done it. And that doesn't make what he's accomplished flawed or tainted or anything. And Chris Doyle was a good friend of his. Another thing that I and still I, is another thing that I should have asked and didn't was uh, if they're planning to, to keep Raymond as the, that was the other question I wanted to ask about Raymond Brathwaite and yep. I also wanted to ask him without mentioning names about the how I had a couple parents with special needs kids that reached out to me and they were very upset about the situation with Jack Kallenberger about his GPA and I was going to ask him about that without because I don't. Kirk doesn't like to talk specific yeah. players. I wanted to ask him about that. If there, if 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 that was just a situation where somebody was trying to motivate or coach and it just went wrong, or was that just an example of what was wrong and that, now that's being fixed? But I just didn't have a chance. So, listener, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, I had that on my list, and but no, I wanted to ask too about Raymond Brathwaite. Is he the guy yeah. for the long run? So we both failed in so, that. Respect. Well, I mean, and in fairness, we he did give us plenty of time. I mean, yes, we, he, did. he did give us a half an hour with a head coach. I think that's you can't complain he about. He did that. say I could stay at his house. He did. Hello. No, he didn't say in the he house. He wants you to do the windows. He too. didn't say in the house. <laughs> no, he just said it's going to be rustic. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Say he that. don't know rustic until he's been in my house. I could see Mary wake up. Hey, Kirk, why is Captain Steve out in our front yard? <laughs> Hello. Hey, guys. Yeah, I just wanted to say that was a great interview with Kirk. Thanks. I think you guys got him to open up more than he typically does, especially when asked about the media question. Mm-hmm. It sounded like he was pretty upset with some of the things that were posted by the media. Oh, I'm, and I does, agree with the previous yeah. caller that it seemed like he was a little bit upset with Rob Howe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think media members just kind of have, have a fiduciary responsibility to vet information before they post it. Okay. I mean, no, you, I, I, I get what you're saying, and you certainly have a right to your opinion. And, yeah, no, I mean, you certainly do. and. You, Kirk didn't mention any names. He never would. I mean, no, that, that's not the way he operates. No. But but no, you're right. He does seem like he, he he's still he, he's still a, a little pissed off over some of the stuff, and and that's just the way it is. Hopefully, time will hopefully time will help to put some space between this, and we can all start to start to move forward. But you do agree with me, Caldwell? You haven't read anything from Iowa media saying that Kirk Ferentz or Brian Ferentz should be fired. Have you read anything on that? Not explicitly, but and if there's if there is something, point it out to you, me. But when a media member posts those kind of things, like the DJK, the Robert T. Green, Akram Wadley, I think you have a responsibility as a media member to vet information, and it kind of felt like a hit job a little bit. Okay, I mean, you are certainly entitled to your opinion, and and a lot of people agree with you. And Rob but, is a friend of mine. I'll admit no, that Rob's yes. a friend of mine, and I, you know, I. 
And it's, I respect it, Rob a great deal. And he's taking a beating from this. I mean, yes. he's, I mean, he's taking a beating from this, and he's. But no, I, it's, it's a kill the messenger thing. I mean, I'm looking at it differently because it's I, you know, I don't give them any credit. I did, didn't give Akram any credibility. I don't give DJ any credibility. So, but you didn't seem to have that. a problem with Rob publishing it's, the stuff. It, no, because he's not publishing it. Under his name. No, okay. I These see what you are mean. players that were big factors in you know, success. And, and, yeah, and they were at the time he published them. There was an investigation going on, and you're, you know, if you're going to be out there, you're out there with everything, or or else it's just, you know, it's just a, an editorial. But Collie, uh, you're saying that that should have been vetted, and you think Rob should you, have said, you know, I just don't think this drill thing's credible. I'm not going to run it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sure that story got a lot of traffic. It got picked up by ESPN, so I'm sure some of that traffic from national media got traffic to Rob's site. So I think that he he got some personal gain out of uh, posting this. Well, but he, you he also know, got was, some personal anguish too. Yes, trust he did. Me. But trust you should me. get if you're working for a site, you should get personal. That's why you do it. No, I will say for a site, you get, you get What if? I, okay, and I hate to bring this up, but I'm going to anyway because it's my lane. All right. Okay. I uh, carry speeches by uh, Trump. I don't agree with any of them, and a lot of them turn out to be not fact based. So am I to uh, say to myself? I'm not carrying this. I'm not carrying the president of the United States when he makes a major speech. Is that right for me to do that? Because I'm not going to, I don't believe it. Cause you know, I don't think it's a problem for you to go either way, but it's the president compared to DJK. So but I you know, there's a difference there. But you but don't believe either one. Lying is lying. Yeah, lying is lying. You don't believe either one of them. I don't believe either one of them. Uh-uh. But I, you know... I can't not cover the president, and I don't know that Rob Howe is in a position uh, when this thing was going on and blowing up that he can't not cover players who are incinerating. Okay, he felt he was yeah. being fair. Had 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 Darrell sent you guys that editorial and said, "Can you put? Would you put it on your website?" I don't think so. Steve, we, don't, we don't post. We we're not allowed by our attorney to post editorials oh, on okay. our website. Okay. Okay. So. No, okay. but that's, you know, that's, we wouldn't post. Uh, okay. Well, Colin, I appreciate your feedback. We really do. Yeah, I mean, you, it's, you know, this is a tough topic and I, you know, the best way to get through something like this is to talk and to share feelings. And I respect your opinion. Yep. Thanks guys. You bet. Hey, thanks a lot. A lot of free publicity for well, that. Was, yeah, yeah. That was the first uh, thing that the lawyer said, number one, don't record your show, Steve. <laughs> so, <laughs> good advice. so we're going to send Hawkeye Nation an advertising ch- uh, charge for free yes. advertising? Oh, yeah, it's already going Well, out. we didn't mention Hawkeye Nation until now. Until right now. Till right Jim, now. Jim no. just sent the, the bill out. This is, a very, <laughs> this is a very divisive, sensitive issue. It really is. I can know. understand where Coach Ferentz is coming from. I can. You way. bet. I can. I can. And, no, I can. Uh, but, you know, I'm, you know, and I... I, I I don't have a horse in the thing like you do, uh, Pat. I, I'm not like a close friend or anything of how. I'm not a friend of how. I'm just saying that, you know, when when the guy brings up, well, I'm sure he got a lot of traffic to his site. Well, that's what you're but supposed that's, to do. But that's not why he did it, though. 
No, I don't. No. I don't. All. But it's got to be in your mind. I post crap that I think. Tom, I, I don't think so. I think Rob did it because he wanted everybody to be represented to all sides. That's to what be, he did. To and be in fairness, he posted anything that was given to him. Yes. Pro well, Kirk Ferent stuff by okay, former white you, linemen. He posted I, all I that don't stuff. believe that if you're writing for a site or if you're broadcasting on radio or TV or anything that you don't in the back of your mind. I, when I post stories, I'm going, you know, I take headlines out and I say, what's going to get me the hits? I mean, well, but it, that that's important. I understand well, I, I think that's the same thing. Hello. Well, patience. Patience. Oh, patience. But no, the uh, yeah, Kirk, you can tell is still, he's still upset over a few things, no, and I, I and it's just him. it's just like I said, it's just a very divisive topic. And I did though, I just wanted to get that out there because there, it's unfortunate. There's former Iowa players that are fighting with each other on Twitter. I mean, I mean, there was a former Iowa player who, after the investigation came out, said this is a huge victory, f- you know, and you stick it to all the Iowa media that was trying to tear down Kirk. I just that was just ridiculous yeah. yeah it's not like there was some huge effort by the iowa media to get rid of kirk and brian ferentz i've never s- suggested that hello hi hey. the previous caller was obviously doesn't understand the meaning of the word fiduciary well understood yes <laughs> i i didn't want to say anything but yes you're right yeah and come on you're in this little town making five million dollars you, you don't think there's going to be some criticism this he gets no criticism almost when he should get at times, a lot more criticism from the media. If he's that thin-skinned, he needs to get out because he has such a closed society. You can't; the media can't get into practices, or they can't see any of what goes on. If he'd open it up, some of this stuff might never crop up mm-hmm. in the first place. That's a good point. So, yeah, fair enough. His whining about people picking on him. Kind of I don't think he did that. Same with Hawkeye fans supporting him all the time for every little thing. I don't think I don't think he was whining at all. I think he was pissed and I think he genuinely pissed. I don't think And now and, and I think you're right, Captain. I think this caller's saying he doesn't think he should be he thinks he should just say, Hey, suck it up and take it, you the good far outweighs the bad. Is that kind of what you're saying? Saying that in most of our well, coverage come on. Look at the whole situation. He went down the hall to hire his son as offensive coordinator. Every other program searches the whole country and gets the upcoming guy, and he picks his son down the hallway. It's just one nepotism after another. I mean, and he plays boring. I'm frankly kind of tired of the Ferentz regime, and I know a lot of fans are. You've made that clear in the first 15 seconds of your call, and and that's up to you. That is your opinion. You're you're right. I will yep. warn you yep, if you stick you. if you stay with this theme, Tom's going to get pissy. Okay, he left. No, and I don't agree. I mean, but there's fans that feel that way. I there understand are. that, but I didn't even catch him whining. No, about no, it. whining. He's pissed. There's yeah, a difference. He's between, pissed. And I, I will and, say, and we've all said, there is a lot of nepotism at Iowa. It's not just Kirk yep. Ferentz. I can't talk because well, there's, there's nepotism, a lot of nepotism here. Nepotism what time's Molly get in? <laughs> well, and then my wife. And then what's Jan coming in? You know, <laughs> Billy. Billy. Yeah. And Shane would have been here if he didn't want to be. No, he not got, at all. no. He he had wanted nothing to do with. Hello. Hey, it's lonely old Grandpa Libtard. Hey, Libtard. That last caller's a horse's ass. Right? <laughs> That's he's tired of the Ferentz regime. Yes, he is. Yeah. Well, I'm tired of guys like him. Go find another team to root for. Iowa State's right down the road. If you like change, go there. They're changing their 
leaders every couple of what? Every couple three, four years. Well, Matt Campbell's starting his fifth year. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, it's a it's a record for That's, Iowa State. Well, since if McCartney is what the guy needs and wants, then go down the interstate and head to Ames or any other school in the country. We've got the longest tenured head coach in the country, and we have him for a reason, for a number of reasons. I liked what I heard from Kirk today, and I don't know which caller said it, but he seemed at ease with you guys. He trusts you. Yeah, we've had him on multiple times, yeah, and have. he knows you two. Yeah, no, I think there is a level of trust. No, I've yeah. pissed Kirk off before. I've written stuff where he's called me out, and we've had issues and whatever. Well, you but pissed me off before. But, yeah, I've, I've pissed the hell. I've pissed everybody <laughs> off. You, you know, know? <laughs> this last caller criticized him because he isn't criticized enough. That Kirk isn't called you know, on the carpet or whatever enough. That's because he hasn't done anything. Well, Dirk, stupid. I will say though, back in fourteen and fit, remember when the pro? I remember we, we got we got ripped. The media, you got right. That was anti ference back then. There was a completely different feeling back then, and we got ripped all the time from fans. Who you guys would never call out, Kirk. You just you're afraid of him. You're intimidated by him. You let him rule everything. So now well, a lot of those same fans though have kind of changed their tune. So we can't win. We're either homers or we're either cowards or we're out to get him. You see what I mean? It seems like there's no middle ground with some fans. Well, I've never understood why you care whether they like you or not, Pat. I don't really, I don't really, you write well. I don't care if they like me or not, but if they accuse me of stuff that's on Twitter, that's I'll I'll fight. I'll defend myself. I couldn't care. That's why I block so many. Fine. And then they consider, Oh, I own Hardy. He just blocked me. No, I just don't want to deal with you. No, no, I don't care enough about it. That's why I block these people. I mean, it's just... But no, I mean, fans have a right to feel how they do either way. And you have a right to be upset at that fan. You're defending Iowa football. You like Kirk, and I get it. You have every right to do that. Now, this fan, can't we all agree, has a right to be frustrated. Yeah, he's Absolutely. got a right to be a horse's ass. Well, and that's what he was. And You know, I, my late father was a coach, and then he was a politician, basically. Uh, superintendent of schools who had to run for office every four years. And he said, you can call me anything you want. Just don't call me late for supper. What was he late? What what if he was late for supper? (laughs) What are you supposed to just ignore it? Late for supper. You know, in other (laughs) words, they called him in after supper was over. He'd, you know, he'd be pissed. He'd be hungry. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry right now. I am too. Yeah. Why'd you bring it up? And uh, let me, I haven't talked to you guys in a while, and I'm really sorry that you're still dealing with no power, Pat and Steve. It, it's awful. And uh, it's, I, I want to commend you all for the commitment you've made this week to bringing not just Iowa City, but all of Eastern Iowa, hell, the entire world, the news of the storm. Thank you for keeping us informed. I am so grateful we got power back yesterday. This is just been horrific. So were you yeah. surprised when Kirk said he still doesn't have power? Yeah. I was, but then I thought, you know, he lives in the country. He does. And who knows? I, I'm guessing he's REC, Lynn County REC. I would guess so, yes. Guess. I would guess, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I spent 10 years as a customer of Lynn County REC, and they were wonderful. And the one thing that was really cool about being a member of the Rural Electric Commission was – once, maybe twice a year, 
You got a check in yeah, the mail. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I, I had them for two years before yeah, I bought we it. we overcharged yep. you. Sorry about that. Yeah, Here's I, your money. Yep, I you do know, remember that. It might that. be 40 bucks or 60 bucks, but it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So just got to like stay positive. Just, yep. I'm just trying to stay. I'm just praying well, that I go. Uh, speaking of uh, staying positive, uh, this just in from the National Weather Service. Oh, no. Uh, no another derecho? Uh, <laughs> no, but. You think anyone will name their kid derecho? <laughs> you watch. Somebody will. I hope not. Uh, thunderstorm wind gusts tonight could be between 30 and 50 miles an hour. That's nothing. Could, cause, That's... could cause debris from the storms to fall. Oh, and I thought about that. It becomes. I'm... Danger. Oh, so that's nothing. That's for what here? Time? Yes. Uh, between uh, 9 and 2 a.m. No, I'm saying compared to the derecho, a 30-mile-per-hour wind gust no. would be well, nothing. I'm but... just glad we got our tree down because that pr- well, might have been enough yeah. to... Tilt it over. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Hey, Captain, I got a question for you. How are you going to be celebrating the 79th birthday of David Crosby today. Speedball. Uh, I am going to be uh, sitting in uh, a white uh, wife beater t-shirt like sweating. he does. Uh, yeah, sweating like a freaking pig. And itching. And I'm yeah. going to smoke uh, an ounce of pot. And so then what, you're leaving and the, yeah. So are you leaving the speedball enough to meet then him? Then I'm going yeah. to leave. Then I'm going to leave a canister of... Uh, of uh, my uh, my uh, fish swimming uh, for somebody to pick up and have have a spawn. What about a gun? Aren't you gonna? Oh, that's right. Fire a gun? Yeah, he always had the combo yeah. package. He, he usually had speedball yeah. and a gun. He always had a gun with him. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Jesus. Honest to God. What a you know great. <laughs> that mu- one was set up great, made for great music. Uh, but what a horrible human being! And he kind of admits it in his documentary. Yeah, that he's he kind, whole, kind of does yeah, that. I'm a horrible human being. Yeah, he admits it, but he doesn't. But he at least he doesn't want to change. You know, he says I'm well, a horrible true. human being, and that's the way I'm going out of here. Yep. <laughs> he's a much better person now. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. He he does a great ask the Cross uh, video question and answer from fans across the world who ask him just inane questions and he'll do like a five minute riff on these questions and it's hilarious his sense of humor is very wry and uh the fact that he's still alive after all he's put himself and his body through is really amazing it is amazing yeah it's also the 80th birthday of larry graham and you might say who uh, indeed the bass player and founding member of Sly and the Family Stone. Yeah. This guy was the backbone of that band, musically and really uh, uh, personally. He kept them together through all the craziness. And he went on to found Graham Central Station. He played in Prince's early band. Incredible basses. He invented the slap bass guitar style of playing, which was a big part of Sly's music. 80 years old. Wow. Man, rockers are getting old. They are. Yes, they are. Yeah. So are presidents. I'm getting old. Listeners are getting tired of listening to me, but uh, I'll say it again. That last caller who criticized Kirk and thought he needs to go, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, um, one thing that's out there, a lot of these parents of Iowa football players have sent letters to the Big Ten, you know. Yeah. And um, let's see. Um, I – I don't think it's going to have any effect, but they certainly have the right to do that. They want to play, and they've sent a letter saying that they think it's safe and that they're appealing to the Big Ten to change their There's, mind. You know, this is a this. He's right. There's a lot of smart people in that room, and they're all listening to lawyers. 
Yes, and yeah. the lawyers. Yeah. Well, here's this letter. If I can, I'm trying. It's awfully. Difficult. Here, I'll take this call. This call. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey guys. Hello. Hey, I uh, just want to say, great show and a great interview with Coach Ferentz. Um, definitely, uh, he's you know he's he's definitely the right man for the ship. Uh, but the one the one question I'm concerned as a Hawkeye fan is, you know, this is like number three or four incident here in the Iowa program in these last couple of years. At what point is Gary Barda? Do we need to take a look at maybe some new leadership there? Um, I just feel like. Maybe maybe we, we could go a little bit better direction yeah. there. What what do you guys? Have well, I mean, that's certainly le- not alone. That's a legitimate concern. I personally, I like Gary, but there is a pattern. I mean, there. I I got to make sure I don't let my. Feel, I I like Gary as a person. Yeah. I, I liked him a lot more than I like Bob. Do you know what's going to uh, test uh, Gary and what's going to solidify the money him situation? Or not? Yeah. The now, money situation going into uh, without a football season. No, you're right. And and uh, how much. He can raise uh, and hold on to as far as money. And so, Collie, you're pointing to the Jane Meyer, Tracy Griesbaum thing. I assume you're talking about the Gary Dolphin stuff. And is that what you mean? A kind of a pattern of incidents? Yes, and 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 it's not like it just hit us out of the blue. You know, there's been, you know, just I just kind of feel like there's been opportunities here. You know, I know with the football there was a 2018 report, so it's like why wasn't it corrected then? Good that's uh, a fair point. With, with with these other things, you know, I just I just feel like we could there's a lot of good leaders out there. Maybe it's time for a change there. Well you are certainly entitled to your opinion. And Tom you're... I mean some things were put in motion from the 2018 report and Kirk has said they felt that it was enough and, and, it, wasn't. and it wasn't. And it wasn't. So Okay. Well, the one thing I'll always respect about Coach Parents is, uh, uh, you know, he—he's he, definitely—he's uh, longest tenured coach, but he's also a man that uh, is—he also need—he knows uh, to change with the times. He's got his players' best interest in mind, the program's best interest mm-hmm. in mind. We got a good leader. Okay. Amen. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks. the call. Thank you, yeah. guys. I agree. You could kind of say there's a little. Fans are divided. Not they're not really divided on Kirk's situation. And what I was talking about was the there are some former players that are arguing and fighting on Twitter about how this whole thing some believe that it was blown way out of proportion to me I go back to the same thing I think James Daniels's tweet was legitimate I think it was genuine I think it was credible I think it was Absolutely. necessary but I do think that some of this stuff morphed into to unfortunate stuff where people tried to use this maybe for personal gain, whereas James Daniels was trying to initiate change in a yes. program that he likes. Yep. And he did go out of his way to say that Kirk's not the problem. And I think that meant a lot to Kirk too. And But no, I, I didn't want this when I made this statement about the media. I didn't want to turn it into a big Rob Howe debate. But I, I just, there's been some narratives out there about how the media just wants to bring the fairness. No, that's mm-hmm. not out there. That's not there. That's not the media's intention. I don't think that was Rob's intentions by writing, by I publishing those letters either. That's my opinion nope. on that. If you want to rip me and say that oh, he's just a friend, I'm just coddling a media member, that's fine. You are certainly right to your opinion. I don't think... I don't think he did it. I'm sorry, but and I'm not a friend. Uh, you know, I know him, but mm-hmm. I mean, we. I don't think he did anything wrong. I he he gave uh, you know a platform a platform that's what you to know, one of the greatest players in the history of the program that's what you're sp- supposed to do 
I, in my opinion. Yeah, but he's, we knew he had a BS agenda. Oh, it, I know, but I know, you know, I believe that the people that we have on the air have a BS agenda, and I still carry it. And then you look at me and going, why in the hell are you carrying that? And then it deflates me because I'm trying to cover the Maybe this call. Maybe this caller will have the answer. <laughs> Hello. Uh, my way I call in, I missed about three minutes of the speech, so... Uh, it's the Canadian Football League. We used to have a lot of Iowa, or Iowa players go up there. Is that something that's not an option to some of these guys? Or well, some try. Some I mean, some do. I, I mean, remember Drew Tate did it. Yeah. A- didn't Akram try? I think so. And I, did he get cut? Um, well, yeah, I can't remember. Playing. But it doesn't seem to happen as much anymore. But no, they, because do- they're playing in the NFL or not not quite good enough to play in any league. There, some of them are arena. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, Akram, I, I I didn't think, you know, he's particularly big running back. He's not uh, maybe not as fast as some of the NFLers, but, you know, he could catch the ball out of the backfield. I thought he might make it. I did, too. Evidently, what, what, evidently, what do I know? You know? Well, he I'm made it for three years. Yeah. I mean, I mean and that's ju- that's, made the, that's not he, d- he made money for three years, according to. Oh. But Akram never made an NFL roster. Well, st- he never played an NFL game. He made, he was on the Titans for a while during their preseason. But I thought cut. he made the, sure. at least the taxi squads. I, I, maybe I don't, but I don't think he ever played an NFL game. Well, Steve read something that he I'm was looking in right now for I could, three I don't years think he ever and played, made. He may have been like the Ricky Stand. I don't, but he never played an NFL game, a, a real NFL. No, game. but he made over. Uh, a million and a half. I thought that was Ricky Stanzi because wasn't Ricky Stanzi on practice squads for like six years, seven yes. years? Well, he well, made he more was than that. for three. To, uh, 2018, 19, uh, he was still considered on uh, the 20 for the Titans. Um, but he never appeared in a game for Tennessee. No. No. So, but he, how but much he had money? an opportunity to make the team. Oh yes, but, and that, yeah, that's, that's what we've like brought. Hung around for a while. That's what we have brought up in defense of you know Akron can say oh well, the Ferentz. Well, Ferentz had nothing he to do there. with He was there. He was in the NFL. The, yeah. He had his chance, and it just didn't happen. And to blame Kirk and Brian Ferentz, that's where you lose me on that one. I don't and a lot of people have their chance, and it doesn't. It happen. doesn't work. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it, yeah, I should be worth several million dollars right now, but it, he's it probably got. He probably made about a million and a half. I'd be surprised if he made that, but I don't know. But, I mean, well, that, well, you read I know, something that all I know said is that. all yeah, I know. I is, read, yeah, yeah see, I would, I find if you can find I, that, I'll believe it. But I find that hard. I to believe. just added up the years. Okay. Go look up uh, Akron Wadley's net worth, and he made he made uh, you know like uh, five hundred something or a year. And hey, I just I'm reading it all wrong. Oh, and, hey, um, thanks for all the thanks for all these interviews. I sure appreciate the programming you've had on. So. Well, thank Thanks you. Thanks again. I'm going to hang up. Okay. Hey, I did hear from Rob. Um, I did not run the Akron Wadley statement on the site when everybody else did. That caller, well, I don't want to tell him what he could tell the caller to go do, but Rob did not run the Akron, Akron stuff on there. So, I mean, like I said, this is just, I, I'm just, I feel so bad that Rob's in the middle of this. I just, it's just these, I just want things to be happy again. Can't we be happy again, Captain? Uh, I will be happy when I have air conditioning. Oh, you know what, though? we had. Guess what happened during Kirk's interview? What? Guess who tried to call in? What? Guess who tried to call in four times? Ah, uh, not, uh, not uh, Tommy Boland's ghost. No, Johnny Boland <laughs> tried to call in four times. During I would Kirk's like to hear Tommy Boland's ghost. 
You think he's angry? <laughs> Very angry. So do you think the ghost of Tommy Bolin is hanging out with the ghost of Gavin right <laughs> yes, now? Yes, I do. You think they're speedballing? Yeah, speedballing and prank calling Billy. <laughs> 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 no, you could tell though just from today. This is a very sensitive topic. I mean, there's there, there's people that are, I mean, I mean, this isn't going to go away anytime soon. And the only, and I think Kirk did when I brought that up about Broderick Benz. Kirk did acknowledge right away. Yes, the the stuff they've done right now is the easy stuff. It sounds like we're seeing some. I'm guessing inside they're doing maybe sensitivity training and what have you. I think they've all learned their lesson, but now it's just a matter of you can't get complacent. Six months from now, you can't just go back to... And I don't think they will. I think this has gotten to the point where there's going to be so much transparency now that they're not going to be allowed to get back to where they were. And I think Kirk realizes that. Did you find anything? Uh, first year, earned salary of 570000 Okay. You- For who? The Titans? Yes. yes. So was he on the, was he on the team? Because he, he never was on the... He never That's- played in a game. Um, I don't think he ever made the roster, so I'm just confused how. Because practice, well, that's what, evidently what they paid him. Yeah, but I, I don't. But he wasn't on the. I don't think he made the team. 2018, he made 481. Let's see, is it a cap hit? Is that Google the Google the 2018 Tennessee Titans roster and tell me if if Akram's on there. I'll do that. Or the 2019 roster, and tell me if he's. I don't think he was ever on the team officially. I think he maybe hung out with the practice. I didn't realize a practice squad player makes a half a million dollars a year. I mean, Ricky Stanzi, we looked him up. He had he was. He Says was, 2018, 481,000. 2019, 571. Without even being on, without even being on the official roster. 661,000. Yeah. See, I, I. Where are you getting that from? It's it. Uh, NFL Akram Wadley net worth 2019 published. Yeah, that's I, I find that stunning because he never made their official game day roster. I mean, he may have made their practice squad one, but he, I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever played in a game for Tennessee, a, an I'm actual looking, game. I'm not finding them yet. And if I'm wrong, if somebody knows if Akram did play in a game for the Titans, please let me know because I don't follow it that closely. But I never thought he made the roster. No, I'm not seeing him. Hello, caller. Yeah, yep. I just wanted to make a comment about Kirk. You know, he could have just quit. He probably has enough money. He doesn't need to do this. Good but point. He's sure. Iowa. Good point. Iowa football and Iowa. I don't think he wants this you know. to be his lasting legacy, though. I think he wants to fix what's wrong. Don't you agree? That's part of the reason he's staying. He yeah, wants to fix this. I, I agree. So that's his character. You know, he mm-hmm. could have just walked away from all this. No, you're so, right. Anyhow, you're right. Good just, point. Okay. All right. Thanks. He's practice squad. Nah, I didn't realize you could make a half. Because he never yeah. made the he never made the Titans roster. Yeah. He no, never. He, all, all I was saying is he made a million and a half yeah, dollars. He, I find that and was there for three years. He's That's on all the, I was saying. He's on the practice squad for two of those years. Yeah, he wasn't on the practice squad for three years. He was on it for two two years. He I didn't realize the first, I didn't realize you could make a half a million years. dollars on the practice squad. No, because yeah, he never. He never made their roster. He got no. he got cut. I mean, no, he, he, no he you're never, right. He never but, made their roster. But he made that money for the practice squad. Then I mean, that's coming from. I got that from NFL. I got it from uh, uh, the CBS Sports site. So yeah, I'm not they, questioning. They, I'm just saying yeah. I knew that he never made their roster. Well, he was I could never, sit on their practice. He was I, never an official I, member of the other that. than their practice squad. He I'd never let made him beat their, the hell out of me for a half a million. He never made their official roster. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah, they're gone. 
but no, I'm not going to criticize a fan for how they feel about anything. Fans have a right to. Well, people have a right to their opinion. Well, I mean, yeah. Dirk got pretty, and you tend to get pissy with fans when they call in and say something you don't agree with about like the fans. Your tone I'm, changes. I'm happy to change my tone. But they have a right to feel the way they do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's and all I, I have say. a right to not like it. No, that's true, but sometimes we get really dismissive on here if somebody says something, if they don't go the complete Homer route, and that's where I don't know if that's fair either. That caller has a right to feel the way he wants to feel. And that's how he feels, and I ain't going to change his and he, mind. And he ain't the only fan that feels that way no, either. I no, guarantee you that. at all. And I'm saying I don't think Kirk should be replaced or anything, but there, there's there's a faction of the oh, fans. Oh, sure, sure there is. And this probably didn't help with those people. No. This stuff. Okay, but how, this guy... Wadley was saying that, uh, uh, you know, Ferentz hurt his chance. Ferentz didn't do anything He was after. on the practice squad for yeah. two years. I mean, he had a chance. He never made the team. Yeah. He wasn't good enough to and make the team. Ferentz had nothing to do with that. He's not calling. Like the NFL would listen to, uh, you know, the call. they took him. Look at some of the players the NFL allows to compete. Yeah. That make, if you're good enough, you're going to make the roster. He wasn't good enough. And it had nothing to do and with Kirk murderers on there. He made it all the way up to the practice squad. He couldn't take the final step. And I don't no. think that's Kirk Ferentz's fault. I don't either. He just wasn't good enough. And I think that. He was close. I mean, he, yeah, he was close. I mean, Ricky Stanzi. I mean, I guess Ricky did. Ricky never appeared in a game, did he? I don't think so. I, don't I think thought he did. He, he did in some preseason. Yeah. But that's not the same. I'm talking no, about yeah. a real game. But he did in a preseason. I think Akram yeah. appeared in, Akram yes. played in preseason yeah. games yes. for both years, but he he just never made the final roster. And then I think after the second time he got cut, didn't he go up to Canada and try to make it up there? And then he came back and was playing in the XFL when it folded mm-hmm. right. due to the pandemic. I think that's so right. He was trying to stay involved in football. He just couldn't make that final step in making an NFL roster as a running back. It's not easy. Did he get his degree? I have no idea. I've never, I've never spoken to him since he left. Hello. You know, there's always some level of tension with Akron because they told him if you want to be a Big Ten running back, you need to be consistently at least 190 pounds. Yes, and, and they... he could not get up to that. And he, 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 even he told stories about having to drink all this stuff to the point of getting sick just to be able to reach his weekly weight. Because and they're just like, you know, you're just consistently not, you know, just one of the things they wanted him to do was be consistently at 190 pounds just so he could be more durable, and he couldn't pull that off. And he also and he still was able to, obviously had a great career, but he was always a small enough, fragile back, and it's hard enough to to, to uh, figure out talent in the running back position in the NFL. It's tough to, tough to make a roster. Yeah, and Akram had other issues. You know, he struggled academically early on here, and he had to grow up. He had some growing up to do, but, but yeah, it's just unfortunate because, you know, Akram, when he left here, everything was great. I mean, he... And but you could still have success and happiness in a lot of areas when you're in college and still be subjected to racism too. I'm sure well, there were, sure. I'm sure some of the stuff that Akram Wadley said happened. I just think he took it a little bit too far. And I think his mother didn't help him at all. His mother didn't help his him and, uh, and the, uh, you know, Rollo, whatever the hell his Rollo's name from San Francisco. Yeah, you're talking he, Robert T. Green. Yeah, but he reminds me of Rollo. Remember the scene where it's Rollo and then the big tall guy and he Fred called him Telephone Polo? <laughs> yeah. Julio, Rollo, and Telephone Polo. <laughs> yeah. You're right, though, caller. I mean, it's... Well, do you guys know also, Kivate Martin Manley, what all he said? And the fact is, you know, as, as much as he is, he's in our Iowa record books, he wasn't an NFL no. He wasn't an NFL quality wide receiver. And he's trying to make money one, one 
signature on a football at a time, and, and God bless him. But what all did he say about, about the Iowa program now that he's been gone? Well, he had a he put out a, <laughs> it wasn't very flattering. No, it was not very flattering at all. He put out a tweet saying that he talked about Eric Campbell, saying that Eric Campbell was basically forced out, and he was the guy who coached Marvin McNutt and himself and whatever. But no, it was not. It was more. It was not flattering at all toward the coaches. Uh huh. So. Is there any Campbell? I mean, obviously he came. He came from Michigan. Had a lot of, you know, he had a lot of good experience, but he didn't stick around long. More, I don't know what the what all the circumstances. It just didn't work here. It just didn't. You know, some things just don't work. Some setups just don't work. Some people, I don't know if he just wasn't comfortable here. If they just wanted to get different blood in here, he was here for I think four years, and it just didn't work. It just didn't work. Okay. Okay. Thanks. You bet. But But yet, yet he coached. Three of our, or at least two of our top receivers ever, right? Yeah. DJK and, and that, Marvin McNutt. Yeah, and Cavante Martin and Manley Cavante. is the all time receptions leader. Yeah. So he, that's our he, three. He's the two leaders in receiving yards and the all time leader in receptions. He coached all of them. So the question is what didn't work out? Was it he didn't like it? I've heard it was a little bit of that, and I've heard, and I've got, you know, I, I need to be careful. It, there was just some internal issues let's just put it that way that he just wasn't happy here in the working environment let's put it that way and i'm not pointing fingers i'm not you know saying don't throwing anyone under the bus i'm not going there let's i feel comfortable in saying that though hello hello speaking of uh sanford and son Uh did you know that demond wilson's middle name is grady i did not know is that why they named the character grady grady wilson i think isn't grady wilson his name in the what the, is Walt yeah, Mayo? I, I think so. Okay. Mayo? I was not. Wow. You yeah. learn something every day. Radio Thank you. There yeah. you go. Sure. Now that's that's a call that we, that's a beneficial call. Rollo, Julio, and Telephone Polo. And remember how he'd always, uh, you know, Rollo's mom, she'd always come over and say, Buenos dias, and he'd say, bones and knees to you too. <laughs> See, I don't think that's funny. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Captain, you like Sanford and Son? Not really. My no, dad and I would sit, my right. dad loved Sanford the same and Son. It was the same stick. My dad absolutely. He, my dad hated the honeymooners, but he loved Sanford. Well, I didn't like the honeymoon. Uh, the, the honeymooners weren't funny. He, no, he's always going to punch her in the face, <laughs> and and you know now when you watch it, you can see that the set was just a curtain, mm-hmm. and it's blowing. You didn't like Ann Esther from Sanford and Son. Oh God, she was one of my favorite characters. Not really. Of all. Huh? That purse, she'd hit everyone with. I wasn't much of a say. I mean, I got the the episode. Somebody think, gave me the episode. I mean, I watched a fair amount of. Episodes, I think Ann Esther I was would, never a big. I think Ann Esther would be a neat name for a band, don't you, Ann Esther? <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, no, this has been this has been an interesting show. God, it's almost eleven o'clock. It has. And again, thanks to Kirk for giving us a half an hour. It sounds like during a busy morning. Well, it's a. It's, it, what is today? Is today Friday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we appreciate and thanks to Steve Rowe for helping to set it up. We appreciate the callers calling in and sharing their opinions. Everyone has a right to your opinion. And um, hopefully when I come back here tomorrow, I have power. What do you think? Do you think Captain and I get power today? I think you both have power. I'm guessing we don't get it. By the time it. the show starts at 9. I'm 12. guessing we get it tomorrow sometime. Either that or I come in here with a tire iron and just... Beat the hell out of me. I thought you were going to say with a, sp- a Speedo and sweating. <laughs> would you like would, that? Would you do the show if he came in with a Speedo? <laughs> yes, because he's in the other room. You could see him, though. I know. Would you ever sit in that chair? Uh, no, because I don't know how to run anything. Can you imagine poor Molly having to come in after he's sitting in a Speedo? 
She wouldn't like no, it. No, that would be uh, that be a lawsuit. Uh, that would be a law. That's abuse. That's... <laughs> that she'd contact that green guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out.